and welcome back to Stacking Wood with Josh and Travis Wyman. I'm Travis. I am on the west side of the country and Josh is on the east side. How are you doing, Josh? Doing well. Good to hear from you. And uh, welcome back, everyone, to another installment of the riveting Stacking Wood. <laughs> Woo! Back, baby. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so how are things for you out in California? Pretty good. The uh, Those two palm trees are still wrapped with a bunch of lights, 60 feet in the air. I hope it's a year-round thing, honestly, because it's kind of a landmark. I can see it from the main street, you know? Are they lighting them up at night? Yeah, I think you oh. just it's rigged up to a switch or something. It's pretty nice, though. How about you? What's, what's new up in Vermont? I went skiing this past weekend at Stratton, Vermont, at mm-hmm. Stratton Mountain. Uh, it was uh, it's a nice day of skiing. It was around 30 degrees, which is, was unusual because it's been uh, really friggin' cold. And uh, yeah, we've uh, <laughs> I, I got to ride the chairlift with, uh, with different people, which is always fun uh, because you get quick stories. The chairlift lasts usually three to five minutes and you get a quick story and then you say goodbye and you're on your way. So it's kind oh, of it's like, like a, it's like a chat roulette. Yeah, it's like that old uh, web app, Chat Roulette. You get a quick chat in. And I, I, I rode up the lift with this guy, and he was an ex-downhill uh, racer from Stratton Mountain School. And he was talking to me about how he raced at his ski academy, and then he raced a little bit out in Colorado. And I don't remember his name, but that's not important. Uh, but he told me about this party, that he used to go to at a a ski mountain. And I have it right here. Uh, I looked it up on Wikipedia. It's called uh, Frozen Dead Guy Days is the name of the party. (laughs) And and it's in Nederland, Colorado. And it's uh, it's celebrating... Frozen Dead Guy Days? Yeah, the party is called Frozen Dead Guy Days. And it's in March every year. And it uh, celebrates the 1994 discovery of the cryonic state corpse of Bredo Morstel. So there's a there's a guy. Uh, it's kind of a funny story. Uh, I just like to tell tell you about. So there's this party, and everyone goes up uh, into uh, this place in Colorado, this small town that the guy said is like it looks like it's stuck in the 70s. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just old bars with neon signs. There's tiny old lifts. Uh, ski lifts and uh, you know old rusted out pickup trucks and stuff and uh, there's this so there's this guy and uh, his frozen body is up there because his wish when he died is he wanted to be uh, you know cryogenically frozen so he could I think so he could be brought back but hold on let me read the story here so in 1989 a Norwegian citizen named Trygf Bog brought the corpse of his recently deceased grandfather, Bredo Morstal, to the United States. Uh, the body was preserved on dry ice for the trip and stored in liquid nitrogen at the Trans-Time Cryonics Facility in San Leandro, California, from 1990 to 93. So he was frozen in California for three years, till 93. Mm-hmm. And then in 1993, Bredo was returned to dry ice and transported to the town of Nederland in Colorado, where Trigv and his mother, Odd, planned to create a cryonics facility of their own. When Trigv was deported from the United States for overstaying his visa, his mother, Odd, 
continued keeping her father's body cryogenically frozen in a shack behind her unfinished house. Odd was eventually evicted from her home for living in a house with no electricity or plumbing in violation of local ordinances. At that time, she told a local reporter about her father's body and those of two other individuals, and the reporter went to the local city hall in order to let them know about Odd's fears that her eviction would cause her father's body to thaw out because she wouldn't be able to keep uh, the electricity uh, going, I guess. Or mm-hmm. uh, The story caused a sensation. In response, the city added a broad new provision to Section 7-34 of its municipal code, Keeping of Bodies in quotations, outlawing the keeping of the whole or any part of the person, body, or carcass of a human being or animal or other biological species which is not alive upon any property. So you can't keep a frozen body there. Uh, However, because of the publicity that had arisen, they made an exception for Bredo, a grandfather clause. Trigve secured the services of Delta Tech, a local environmental company, to keep the cryonic facility running. Bo Schaefer, CEO of Delta Tech, is known locally as the ice man and caretaker responsible for transporting the dry ice necessary for cryopreservation to the IC Institute, which must be their, what they call the shed, uh, something he has done since 95. So they keep putting dry ice in the shed. Wait, is he, that all that it is? It's just like a rigged together ice box with dry ice in it? Or is it high tech? No, it it's just a shed. It looks there's a picture here and it says the tough shed cryogenic mausoleum and there are nine little doors on the shed and there must be a body in each one and they just get dry. Oh, so ice. there's more than one? I think so. Let's see. Uh, hmm. in honor of the town's unique resident, Netherland holds an annual celebration first started in 2002. Uh, so uh <laughs> The, and the Frozen Dead Guy Days is typically celebrated on the full first full weekend of March, and they have coffin races, a slow motion parade, and Frozen Dead Guy lookalike contests. <laughs> that's so weird. So they yeah. celebrate this guy that's cryogenically frozen in the shed. Yeah, and he's he's just frozen. And I guess they keep packing dry ice in the shed. So it must just be very insulated. But, yeah, I don't know. I'd never heard of it before, and this guy was just nonchalant about it. He's like, yeah, Frozen Dead Guy days. It's uh, people just smoke weed and drink, and it's a fun ski town party. Uh, But, yeah, I don't know. It's weird there's just a dead man in a And is this guy, he specifically flies out to Colorado to do that? Well, he did it. He went to CU Boulder. Uh, So a lot of the students go to it, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they're there. But, oh, uh, well, that sounds like a fun, you know, unique thing. Hopefully someday they'll be able to un- unfreeze him and bring him back to life. Yeah, he can be lead the, the parade. What's his I, name? Bredo, is it? Bredo. Yeah, Bredo Morstal is the dead body. And, wh- and what, what uh, country were they from? Norway. That is interesting how people will freeze bodies. Like, I remember Ted Williams, his head was frozen in Arizona, I think. Yeah. In Famous one of Red Sox player. Won- yeah, his son wanted to keep it, but the mm-hmm. rest of the family didn't want it to be remain frozen or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know if I, I'd want to do that. No, yeah. I think I just want to be turned to dust and blown across the hills of New England or something like that, I guess. I don't know. Sprinkled but over the ocean. DNA in a vial just in case. 
I guess so. I don't know. I don't want people to turn. I don't want to be brought back. Isn't that that's a premise on Futurama that they've brought the president's uh, disembodied heads back to run for other terms, right? In the future, I think I so. Think. Like Nixon and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a cool story, though. Are you going to go to that someday? <laughs> well, now that I know, yeah, I think it would be interesting. I'd like to. I like those. You know, it's just a weird little party. I like parties, and I like some weird. What what local... age was this guy telling you the story? Uh, he's like our age, you know. Well, that sounds fun. It's a good mm-hmm. little talk. Yeah, I also had a new pair of Kinko work gloves that I just put some snow seal on. And uh, for, oh, is that like that... wax to keep him? Yeah, uh, Kinko work gloves are. Uh, they're those gloves. They're blue and red stripes on the back of your hand. You can buy them for $16 at a hardware store, and then you can buy a tube of wax called Snow Seal, and you just take a hair dryer, and you warm the gloves up, and then you just rub this wax over the leather, and you heat it up some more, and it melts in, and then you just get this nice waxy... It's like a, a very cheap pair of Gore-Tex gloves. It's waterproof gloves. Uh, yeah, you can do that with pants too, right? Right, yeah, you can do it to a pair of jeans. But it mm-hmm. makes them a little darker. But if you want some waterproof, cheap clothing, just get mm-hmm. a bunch of that wax and a hair dryer, and you can do pretty much anything. <laughs> yeah, I've been meaning to do that. Maybe in the new year I'll do some of that. Mm-hmm. It's a pro tip for the locals, I think, over here. Oh, you know what I saw that was funny this morning was uh, a guy was riding a bike in Santa Monica, and he had a little uh, dog crate for a very small like little chihuahua dog um kind of bungeed to the back rack of his bicycle and there's yeah. a little little tiny dog just sitting on a lo- little blanket in that uh <laughs> in the little <laughs> crate just riding along in the back of the bike and yeah. he just kind of looked calm his eyes were just kind of calmly looking around and it would lift its head up a little every time you'd stop at a, at a light yeah but I, I was like, wow, he doesn't really have a choice, you know, because he's locked in that crate. So if he needs to, if the owner bails off the bike, that that dog's in it for the long haul, you know. Yeah, no, no seatbelt, right? Just sitting in the basket. Yeah, yeah. that's um, <clears throat> that's what they didn't have child seats in cars uh, back in the day, you know, when you took your baby home from the hospital. What would you, you do? You just hold your child in your arms, I think, and if you. I remember that was in the tabloids. Britney Spears got in trouble for having cradling a little baby in her arms while she was driving to the supermarket. Oh, because she didn't put it in the car seat. Yeah. Yeah, that is dangerous, I guess. But I was watching this show called The Ride, and it has the guy from The Walking Dead. Um, what's his name? He plays the guy that has the crossbow. Well, it's Daryl. Daryl, yeah. But yeah. He, was, he was riding with the guy who, who plays Negan. And they were going, riding through Spain, but uh, the guy, the actor that plays Negan, he uh, he was showing. It showed an old picture of him in the seventy or eighties or early nineties. He used to ride up the four hundred five with a, a dog just balancing on the gas tank, <laughs> and it was like a big dog, like a golden retriever, just smiling. And he's got one arm curled around it, and the other hand is is controlling the throttle. And it's, he said he'd do 75 up the 405 with that dog just sitting right there, right in front of him. <laughs> was it he had no helmet on? He said there was no helmet law in California back then. Wow. California was a, a more free place back then. Yeah, but I just think that's funny, you know. Like, if the dog hopped off, he'd be done. But it just it just worked out, you know. Yeah. 
It's like when I saw it down in Venice one time, a dad, there was a surfer dad, and he was Mm -hmm. cradling a buck-naked baby that was probably his son, just cradling it the way you would cradle a six-pack of beer. He's just kind of curling his hand backwards, and then the baby's butt was just, that's how he was (laughs) cradling the baby. So it was like reclining on his forearm, and then in his other hand, I think he had a surfboard or something, but I just thought that was really funny. Yeah, well, it seems like you would think that would be dangerous, but also if you're if you're really relaxed, it's like how drunk people never get hurt when they fall down. Like I bet that surfer dad never has a issue with dropping the baby because he's just not. That's not even a possibility for him. He's not. He's just you know. He's like, of course I wouldn't drop my baby. That wouldn't be cool. Or maybe, yeah, the baby has his surfer balance and just it balances on its butt on his hand so perfectly. Oh, I wanted to say uh, I went out. uh, We did a work team building thing the other day with my team at work and we Mm -hmm. went to an escape room. Uh, Have you heard of these? Yeah, Yeah. I've seen those. Yeah, we did an escape room the other day. Did you escape? Yes, we did. We had two minutes left and we escaped. the premise was that we'd been kidnapped by a serial killer, and if we didn't get out in time, he was going to come back into the room and, and murder us all. So that was that was. <laughs> Did the you premise. hear like a chainsaw sound or anything like that? No, there there was some banging on the wall, which I, I thought was cool. I was like, oh, cool! They're mm-hmm. going to really bang on the wall uh, to make it sound like the murderer is uh, menacing us. But actually, it was just another escape room with some people trying to get out of the room. So mm-hmm. uh, I heard I heard them laughing, and I was like, the murderer wouldn't laugh like some teenage girls, you know, <laughs> unless it was a teenage girl How many murder. people, was it your whole office? Was it like 60 people crammed into a little escape room? Oh, it's the tiny unit that I work with, so it was uh, five people in the room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was everyone keeping their cool? Did you kind of get a sense of who how people would handle situations together? Uh, yeah. No, we we did fine. We did okay. There was a cool thing where you had to, um, there was like a cell phone you had to unlock. Uh, you know, there was just like a an iPhone uh, in one. Uh, I don't know. It was kind of cool. It was. It looked like a Disney set. Like there was fake bricks on one of the walls. And then another wall was like a study with a bookshelf and a globe. And, th- you know, it looked like a movie set. You know, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, it was fun. But what was the setting though? You're in someone's house or something? I think we were supposed to be in his basement. I think mm-hmm. that was the thing. Was we we were down in his basement, mm-hmm. uh, but he didn't kill us. So that's like that reminds me of those extreme scare experiences you can pay for in L.A., where they take you out towards Big Bear. They throw you in the back of a van and blindfold you, and then take you to a cabin in the woods. Wait, what? And, what? and all weekend you have a safe word you can say. But they can keep uh, ratcheting up the insanity of it, you know, like trying to scare you. And people pay a lot of money and there are pyrotechnics involved and real actors, you know, pretending to be psychotic people lurking out in the woods and stuff like that. Oh, really? Oh, that sounds like a a ratcheted up uh, version of the escape room then, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, except you don't escape really. You're just being scared. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but maybe you can yeah i i don't know if i'd I'd pay a lot of money to be tormented like that but i I think some people just like it you know they like haunted houses and this is the other step this is like another 
what is the? Evolution. Do you know the? Are there different uh, scenarios? Like you're you're being kidnapped, or there's terrorists, or what? What is the thing? Yeah, I forget the name of the company. I should look it up. But um, yeah, they have different themes. Like their most recent one is Cabin in the Woods. I think they had that last year. If and it, they do a new one, oh what? <laughs> if I, if I bought that for you, would you do it and then talk about it? Well, yeah, I guess I would. It's funny. That's like when Sam got us a bungee jumping experience, but we never used it before moving back east. I wonder if that's still good. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's, well, uh, that was it's funny, though. That bridge, though, had no water under it, which was a little weird. It just had, like, boulders and stuff. And, well, no, I, I didn't it have a tiny river, though? Because a girl fell and she had the rubber band smacked her in the back. Uh, um, no, that was a different place. Oh, different this place. This place, there is absolutely no water. It's just like uh, a ravine, you know? Oh, okay. So we would just... Which doesn't matter, you know? I mean, bungee cords are probably really safe, but it was just funny. I was checking it out on the website. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's no water under there. Yeah. Oh, you got some Labatt's there? Do you go up to the brewery up north of the border? I've never been to the Labatt Brewery, but I'd love to go. Mm. You know, do you guys, uh, the brewing, how's beer in, in Los Angeles? Is, aren't there some more breweries now? Well, there's Golden Road. Um, oh, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, a bunch of them are popping up around. Mm-hmm. I was telling Maddie about how that time you made that chocolate stout. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do you still have those barrels to make it or no? Uh, I think it's at our, I think that stuff's at our parents' house, but... Uh, yeah, in college, I brewed some beer with my roommate, Ian, and, uh, one time we put, we had a five gallon bucket and if anyone's ever made a homebrew, you know that the yeast will eat the sugar when you're fermenting and it, it burps, uh, the barrel burps to get rid of the carbon dioxide that's being created and it stinks a lot. And we had it in our in our room, and it was starting to just smell really bad. So I think we taped a tube to the vent and then out our window. So the, mm-hmm. it was venting the gas out the window. <laughs> but, yeah, we had five gallons. Well, we made, I think, three batches. So we had 15 gallons of beer, and we bottled it and just put it under our beds. And, uh, yeah, we weren't old enough yet. So it was great because we could invite people over, and we had all this beer, and it was homemade. That's funny. You had a big supply. Yeah, mm. chocolate stout, uh, Pilsner, and then I think another stout. Stouts are better. You don't need much carbonation. Oh, well, you're going to c- come here out here pretty soon, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We're get- are you excited? W- you're going you're gonna to get away from that icy north and come down here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to leaving the tundra for a little while. It's yeah. been pretty cold. I didn't go to the tanning beds. I know we talked about that last time, uh, but mm-hmm. I got enough sun the other day skiing. The sun peaked out, so I feel like I've got enough vitamin D so uh, I can make it this final few days before uh, I'm just drenched in that <laughs> sunny. Oh, what do you want to? You just wanted to make sure that you did that before you came here. No, well, I I didn't. Wa- I don't want to get super burned when I'm out there, and also mm-hmm. I just hadn't had sunlight in a while. It had been just cold and gray for a long time, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. I've heard of people doing that midwinter to just get a little little boost just to so, get ready. Yeah. yeah. So, 
But yeah, no. no, that's a good idea. Yeah, that'd be funny if you overdo it. You show up with bleach blonde hair like Guy Fieri. Yeah, and just a really orange tan. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, but it'll be fun. So yeah, and you're gonna go down to Boston to fly out? No, just out of Burlington. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, there's an airport here. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, that's really convenient. Yeah, it's not hard. Uh, one time I was getting on a flight out of Burlington. Um, I think we were going to Washington a few months ago to visit uh, my girlfriend's sister, and uh, I forgot that I had a pocket knife. I actually had a pocket knife, um, a buck knife. But they, but they just let you on anyway. And a Swiss Army knife. No, they were all in my shaving kit because I had gone camping, uh, and they pulled the three knives out, and they were like, what do you, you know, you were going to have to keep these. Uh, and then I said, oh, I'll just go put them back in the car. And I just went to the exit, walked across the road to the one parking lot, put them back in the, the knives in the car. And then I just went back, <laughs> back in and I was back at the terminal in like 10 minutes. Because, you know, I just got back in line because no one was there. So it's just funny. It's like a little tiny place. But they have TSA screening, but the line's mm-hmm. so short it doesn't really matter. Wow. Yeah. It sounds uh, very relaxing. It's you very live a relaxing life. It's relaxing up here. Yeah. My blood pressure's just so low. And it should be relaxing out here, too, because you're just, you know, going to come to the wedding and yeah, do a road trip. I think, though, there's a big mudslide on the PCH, so you might have to travel inland to get up there. Yeah, well, you're the Same captain, loop. so yeah, y- you can choose where we drive. you I'm the captain now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Yeah. You should just keep quoting Captain Phillips the whole way up. I wonder mm-hmm. what that, all those actors are doing now. But uh, uh, Yeah, I don't know. I think that Tom Hanks is doing okay. Just came mm-hmm. out with The Post, that movie with Meryl Streep where they romanticize the Washington Post and how they... Mm-hmm. Challenged the White House about the Pentagon Papers. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It looks pretty good. It's a Spielberg movie. Probably check mm-hmm. it out sometime. I wonder if he lets Tom Hanks and, and her um, Meryl Streep ride around in his big yacht with him. Does Steven Spielberg have a yacht? Yeah, he's got a big, massive one. Oh, all right. There you go, Steven. Why mm-hmm. not? Why not have a big yacht? That's a. Uh, you remember that time we were in Cabo San Lucas and that Greg Norman's yacht pulled in and he took his helicopter to the mainland to have dinner. How'd you know that it was him? Because everyone was whispering on the beach. They're like, "That's Greg Norman. That's a, yeah, that's Greg Norman's yacht." <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like, "Wow, golfing treats you well." Yeah, it is it's, funny. Yeah, different sports pay you a lot more because you know and. It, it's just pretty much who watches the sport, you know, because if really rich people loved curling, then curlers would be have a lot more money. Or ping pong or something. Yeah. Yeah. I guess soccer gets a lot. You but, like, that. if you're a monster truck driver, you, you probably just get, you know, kind of minimum wage to drive that monster truck. I think you lose money every time you have to change the tires. It's probably as much as a house. Well, maybe to- you do okay, though. I don't know. Oh, you know, I, I like watching Monster Trucks, though. Remember, we used to have those VHSs of it? Yeah. With we Grave Digger watch. and Bigfoot. Yeah. So, and that one with the big human, muscly arms on it. 
I forgot the name of that one, but yeah, they were like pro re- pro wrestlers. <laughs> it was big in the like late '80s, early '90s. Mm-hmm. There was actually one for sale on uh, Cars.com the other day, or I think Craigslist. But there was a, it was a monster truck for sale, uh, and it was and, like what, a real one up in Vermont. Uh huh. And it was like um, twenty. It's like twenty thousand or eighteen thousand dollars, which is a lot for a car, I think. But well, isn't that kind of low though for such a huge monster truck? Was, yeah, but it was homemade. I mean, it wasn't you know Bigfoot. So it didn't look like Bigfoot or Gravedigger then. Not that big, but almost. You know, it was as mm-hmm. big. You could have driven a normal truck underneath this truck, like in between the tires, and it would have cleared. You know, like a oh wow, like an F two fifty. Try to get one of those, Josh. I should. Yeah, I was like, oh, if I could take this down the road, it would just be. Uh, it wouldn't get stuck. That's for sure. In the the thing ice. about those is I feel like they can't go highway speeds, you know? No, no. It'd probably go 40, I bet, safely. And then it would start to rattle and you'd fly off. And then you could jump. You could jump stuff, though, down the median of the highway. Everyone, mm. you'd be a hero on the way to work, <laughs> just launching over fields and stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, did I already mention this in, in Dubai? They have the little... Uh, they look like uh, flying motorcycles for the police. They're going to try to let them start using them. Oh, are they really? It looks like a little drone with four four propellers on it, but they look so dangerous because the propellers aren't even covered, so it looks like it could chop your leg off if you <laughs> moved your leg wrong. Oh, yeah, that's I mean, I wouldn't want to fly one, but I think it's cool that they're just being that dangerous. They, yeah, I mean, you can look up a picture. They're like little quadcopters, and they want to start having their police officers do it to patrol the city for traffic, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's like Blade yeah, Runner. Yeah, they look pretty crazy. Oh, Super Bowl's coming up. Oh, yeah. Are you excited for <laughs> to watch the commercials? <laughs> People always ask each other that. Yeah, I like I enjoy the commercials at the Super Bowl. Maybe it'll maybe there'll be some fun ones though. I feel like they'll have Betty White get cleaned out by a football player or something. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> poor Betty White. Yeah, was getting... that was like a Snickers commercial. Mm-hmm. Well, is that where uh, they're getting hangry? That's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Don Rickles was in one. Yeah, he's one of those people I didn't appreciate or know who uh, he was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who a lot of people were when I was younger. I uh, <laughs> found out a lot later. Like, Well, that's what uh, Joan Rivers used to annoy me because I just knew her as the red carpet lady at the award shows. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, these are just kind of, uh, you know, corny jokes and she's just kind of badgering people. But then I found out she actually had a whole stand-up career and crafted jokes well and was, you know, a respected comedian. But it's it's you could have a great long career and then these kids come up and they just see you doing something like a Pepsi ad and it's like, oh, the Pepsi man, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's what, that's what you remember. Or I had no idea when I saw grumpy old men when I was a kid, I had no idea that those two old men had full careers where they were doing all kinds of, you know, comedies when they were younger. Yeah. Like I thought they were just two random old men that they selected <laughs> to be in this movie and be grumpy old men. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm trying. Who's like that? They should oh, do. Uh, oh, what were you gonna say? They should have Ryan Gosling and uh, someone else. Uh, Zac Efron be grumpy old men when they're finally seventy or something. 
when they're when they're old. Yeah. Or maybe like uh, yeah, or even sooner than that have Brad Pitt and uh <laughs> who else? <laughs> who else is his age? I don't know. Uh, Sean Penn Sean Penn and Brad Pitt <laughs> are grumpy old men. Well they're actually getting I mean, I wouldn't say that I don't want to offend anyone, but they are getting older, right? Isn't Brad Pitt in his fifties now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Valentine's Day is coming up. Yeah. Next month. Mm-hmm. So that Hallmark holiday. Uh, do hey, you enjoy yeah, Valentine's people, people say like, yeah, man, Hallmark started it, man, just to make money. Right? Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Like it it wasn't really a thing. It's a it's a nice holiday. I used to like in grade school how the uh, teachers made each kid give another kid a Valentine, so you'd end up with like twenty five little cardboard squares with people's mm-hmm. names written on them. You know, yeah, all of your classmates would give them to you, right? Yeah, and it it already had a pre printed love on there. It wasn't an option if you loved them or not. It was just love. Tra- like you would give one to someone to be like love Travis. You know, mm-hmm. you had to love. <laughs> but you could. <laughs> Some of them were like they'd have Marvel characters like Wolverine on them. They'll or, do puns, I think, or like Spider Man's yeah. hanging upside down. He's like, you've got you trapped me in your web mm-hmm. of lies or <laughs> not lies of love. Yeah, That's web funny. of lies. I bet. There's, you can probably have uh, I bet someone makes cynical valentines nowadays because, you know, there's just a market for that. So it's probably like this was printed on like non-recycled cardboard. And, uh, you know, it's a, I think uh, it's funny when they update old classics like, you know, the baby on board thing, you suction cup to a back window. Mm-hmm. I saw like a, a, a sleek Audi uh, SUV and it said I had a sticker on the back that said baby up in this bitch. <laughs> on the back <laughs> oh that's pretty <laughs> i was just like i laughed but i was also like okay this person who like wants to be cool no matter what you know that's pretty um yeah i'd like to meet that person to see what's going on there yeah that where do you where do you <laughs> that sounds like a talent agent or a studio executive or something yeah someone with the bluetooth in yeah, someone's got something in their ear in that I got car. a baby up in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, I got, out of my way, I got a baby up in this bitch. Or it's a yeah yoga instructor that you yeah. used to I have. I don't know. It, it made me chuckle, though. I see a lot of stuff like that on the freeway. Yeah. Sometimes people wear their hearts on their sleeves and with all the bumper stickers, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, a de- it's a disease, really. It starts with one and then it spreads. Do you not have a bumper sticker? I should get one. I don't have a problem with them. I'm just saying that sometimes, you know, it's like anything. You start small and it spreads. Has anyone been flying around on snowmobiles around Burlington? Or have there been any winter celebrations, carnivals? Anybody cheering and being loud? Uh, it's been too cold for that, I think. But uh, everyone's tucked in. Yeah, people just stay in their house. When, when it's below 10 degrees Fahrenheit, you don't really want to go out and about. Um, Mm -hmm. really. So yeah, people are just, it was nice this past weekend. I mean, everyone, the sun was out at Stratton. People were, you know, at at ski areas when it's sunny out, people put chairs outside in the snow and they call it a beach, like hanging out on the beach because the light Mm -hmm. bounces off the snow. So everyone is having tall cans of PBR and sitting on the beach this past weekend. So that was pretty fun. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That sounds great. I, I'd like to do that. It's been pretty bone dry, though, down around here. Uh, But, you know, I think they're still making some at Big Bear. But, uh, 
Maybe eventually I'll get up there. You do that. You could be kidnapped. You could pay to be kidnapped up there. No. And, <laughs> yeah. And enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I'll see if anyone wants to. Uh, yeah, I've got to find someone that likes to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Around here. Yeah. If anyone I mean, listening what, wants to get kidnapped with Travis, he's No, gay. not that. Just like go up the mountain. Because if anyone listening uh, <laughs> wants to kidnap Travis, he loves it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone knows where I am. No. Uh, Although I did give away the landmark with the wrapped trees with the lights on them. Someone, yeah. if anyone drives through Silver Lake and sees them, they'll be like, oh, okay. It kind of reminds me of a like a hotel in Orlando or something. You know, it, I always think they do that at the, the hotels down there. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. I haven't been down to Florida in a long time. Yeah. It'd be fun to just wear some white pants and a white suit. And just have a night out. Yeah, I was <laughs> down well, in Miami. I was looking at plane tickets uh, out of Boston, and to get to Miami is, you know, you can get a round trip for like one fifty out of Boston sometimes. And I just thought that would be fun to just go down and just stay in a. a I don't well, know. There's everything place. else you got to, you know, all right. the other costs too when you're that, down there. Yeah, that's true. But I, you know, you could stay in a really cheap, like you know, Best Western or something, and then just hang out on the beach for the day or something, mm-hmm. you know, and just go out in Miami for the weekend. Yeah, I feel like that's sometimes what like A-list actors do when they have downtime is they'll just kind of be a ghost that floats around the world. Like Johnny Depp will just be like. A, I wanted to go to Miami, so I went there for a few days. I don't know how to talk like him. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, that's the that's the dream level is when you're just turning down projects, I think, for him. But I think it but, also might be lonely and sad because no one else can do that. Because so, everyone else has to like work and stuff, so you're just kind of doing it on your own. Uh-huh. It's it, like being sick from school. And it's like, yeah, I don't have to go to school, but then no one else is home from school, so you're just kind of, like, hanging out by yourself. Yeah. It's uh, celebrities and really rich people are just have a sick day the rest of their lives. They just don't have to go to work. Which Uh, probably, it would be fun for anybody for a little while, but then after a while, maybe not. It feels so much better, though, when you know you should be at work and you're not it's just the best feeling in the world when you know everyone else is working and you're not <laughs> like even if you're just going to uh you know the store the grocery store in the middle of a weekday like in the east coast cuz it's completely empty you know no one is mm-hmm. out of work oh and, have you done that recently uh you know i i haven't done it recently i think I might have had an appointment at the DMV a while back, though, and it just feels good, you know, when you take the second half mm-hmm. of the day off or something. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a great feeling. Oh, how is the old car working? Um, it has a couple warning lights on the dash. It thinks... So I got rear-ended by a, a nurse the, uh, earlier in the fall, and mm-hmm. it was fine. And then the airbag light, sensor light went off, so... I don't know what uh, Swedish engineering is doing there, but uh, it thinks Wait, that... What, did the nurse rear-end you very, very hard? No, it was just kind of a tap, and the car looked fine, so I just didn't, you know, press her on it because she didn't... Mm-hmm. I took her info, but she didn't break anything, and her car was fine. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if definitively that did it, but it it is... A, 
airbag deployment light, uh, which <laughs> seems okay, but um, I don't know. It's it's getting older. You can put it, some electrical tape over those lights. Uh, yeah, I do do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. I I have a little black tape I put on the dash, uh, but it's, it's inspected funny, uh, till next year. Oh, so it's inspected fun. till next year. Yeah, yeah. So she's good. The engine's just strong. Oh, I haven't haven't driven it in a while. Maybe maybe I'll get a chance again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you actually did have it around Christmas. I just didn't bother. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. Well, you've driven it's it. It's funny with the rear-ending uh, around the Women's March, uh, an older man was rear-ended by a younger girl behind me, and I saw in my rearview mirror, and then he just gets out and checks his bunk bumper and then waved his hand like, no big deal, and then they both got back in their cars again. Mm-hmm. That that happens so much in L.A., just people waving it off. I think that happened to me like maybe three times Yeah, last time I lived here. Yeah, I've done it twice out there. You just wave mm-hmm. it off. Just a love tap. You know, it's fine. <laughs> One time we were sitting at a light and a guy did it really hard. Oh, God. That guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we shouldn't have let him go away. <laughs> he, just no. took, he just took off, though, right? He just drove away. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that guy was intoxicated, I think, and rear-ended mm-hmm. us. We were sitting at a stoplight in your Jeep, and suddenly the car just... You had your foot on the brake, and we, like, slid forward, right? And he just, Mm -hmm. and then we get out and this little Civic's bumpers just ripped off, right? And was his hood Mm -hmm. messed up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And your Jeep was fine. And he's like, oh, man, I just had a job for like, I just got a new job. And his like shirt was untucked and he's just barely holding it together. Yeah. He just was happy he got a job and he had too many beers. And then he almost wrecked his new job, but then he escaped. And, uh, it seemed like an Ethan Hawke movie. Yeah, I hope someone took... It was like the beginning of Training Day, but he was by himself. He was mm-hmm. he was telling it's himself... It's funny, those, to, those buddy cop movies where one guy, he's always hanging on by a thread. And then, like, remember the one with Christian Bale? <laughs> where he's oh, like, what? I've got a urine test coming up, and then he just blows it. You know? Yeah, that wasn't those, a Those gr- movies are always painful to watch. That wasn't a very good movie with Christian Bale. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the best. Oh, have you seen Have you seen Christian Bale lately? No, what's up with him? He he, he bulked up and bleached his eyebrows to play Dick Cheney in a movie. No, and if you look look up a picture of him. It, he looks like he could just fit in. I don't know in any crowd, blend in, and no one would know that it's him. Oh, well, that's cool. Have you seen it? No, I'm going to look it up right now. Hold it's on. just so funny, though, because Dick Cheney's much older than him. But I guess... It Is he playing work. a young Dick Cheney? No, I think like an old Dick Cheney. Oh, wow. Yeah, he looks just... But he said he did it carefully this time because back when he was the machinist and he was a skeleton pretty much, he said he just smoked cigarettes and drank whiskey to get that skinny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for this, he like carefully did it. But I don't know how you carefully get big, you know. He looks other than just he's so wow. That's all. That's all just weight gain on his face. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> he was on CBS this morning, and the the uh, Gail King didn't know it was him in the green room before <laughs> the show started. She just walked by him and said, <laughs> do you guys know where uh, Christian Bale is? And then he was just standing like behind her and she thought he was like a crew member. 
is he is he is he enjoying uh, being anonymous? Is that fun for him? I don't know. <laughs> he seems I think he happy. just takes it very seriously. You know, he seems happy like, in these pictures. He's smiling a lot and laughing. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I think he's just maybe he enjoys it because people don't recognize him. Well, they say larger guys are a little happier, so maybe he is. Yeah, I see that. Oh, it looks mm. like it goes through his whole life because he has brown hair in one of these shots, and then in others he has white hair. So like, oh, so it's like young Dick versus old Dick. Maybe yeah, it's one of those epic biopics. I always, do you think someone's ever done a big transformation like that, and then it's just the movie's awful, and they've kind of really well, put? Yeah, I mean that has happened. Like, remember Jared Leto was the guy who shot John Lennon. I don't know if that got like great reviews. Oh, right, yeah. And also, he went insane to play the Joker in the Suicide Squad, and I don't know if that got the best reviews, you know? Right, that's right. Yeah, so sometimes... <laughs> just but I be- feel like... The- oh, what? Just because you go crazy doesn't mean it's going to be a good movie, I guess, but... All right, well, I think we've covered a lot uh, this session, Travis. I've learned a lot, and uh, it's been fun talking to you. I'm looking forward to coming out to the sun and seeing you real soon. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. So this has been Stacking Wood with Josh and Travis Wyman. Uh, See you next time. See ya. Bye. Uh.